Last time we were talking about prayer. And you remember I was addressing a listener who wrote, I have prayed about my problem, but I don't seem to get an answer. And we were talking about some of the reasons why those answers don't come, or why when they do come, we're unwilling to accept them. I'd like to continue to talk about this problem of supposed unanswered prayer to Christians. I believe that the scriptures teach that God will answer our prayers as believers. And there are reasons why when we do not get answers or we think we do not get answers, that uh, we're in that situation. And we said last time that one of the reasons is that sometimes we don't like the answers we get. We got an answer all right, but the answer was no. We didn't like that, so we said God didn't answer our prayers. No is just as acceptable an answer as yes. Or we say sometimes God says, wait a minute, you're not ready for this yet, or this is not good for you. And so he puts us off and says, uh, uh, you've got to grow more until you're ready for the thing that you want. And so his answer is, wait, wait until you're ready, until you're mature enough to receive that answer. And most of all, we said last time, that people who want answers want answers in some magical or mystical way without doing the things that God has required in order to receive the things that we have prayed for. It is not wrong, as we pointed out, to pray for your daily bread and then also to obey the scripture that says to go out and work for your daily bread. Indeed, if you don't work for it, then the answer to your prayer will not come in the way in which you'd like to see it come. You're not going to get bread. When God has told us to pray, he usually says pray and. That is, pray and do whatever he has told us in the word that we must do in order to achieve that which we seek. Uh, if we're praying for our daily bread, we also obey the scriptures, not just the scriptures that tell us to pray, but the scriptures that tell us to work. If you won't work, you shouldn't eat, Paul says, writing to the Thessalonians. All right, now there are other reasons why we have supposed unanswered prayers or why Christians think their prayers are unanswered. Now one reason, of course, that is pointed out by James in the fourth chapter of his book in verse 2 is this. You do not have because you do not ask. And one of the main reasons why people don't get something is because they don't pray. And many times our prayers are not really prayers even when we think we're praying. Remember the Pharisee and the publican? The scripture says two men went up into the temple to pray. That was what they said they went up to do. But it says, going on to the next verse, Jesus says, the Pharisee prayed thus with himself. I thank thee, God, that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust adulterers, or even this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I receive. But the publican, standing afar off, would not so much as lift up his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And then Jesus says, I tell you, this man, the publican, the tax collector, went down to his house justified rather than the other. For whoever exalts himself shall be abased, and whoever abases himself shall be exalted. Now, what was Jesus saying in that parable? Well, it's interesting that among all the other things that he said, and the key to the parable is, is that uh, when you go before God and you tell God how good you are, that he's not going to hear you, but when you tell him how deep a sinner you are and you ask him for his mercy, that's when he is quite open to hear you and quite anxious to hear you. But the interesting thing was is that in commenting upon this Pharisee who thought he was so good, 
Jesus says he never prayed at all, even though he was supposedly praying. His intention was to pray. Two men went up into the temple to pray, but he never prayed. His prayer never got any higher than the ceiling. It just drifted up there like a balloon and stuck. Jesus says he prayed with himself. He was not really asking God for anything. He was telling God how good he was. I thank thee, God, that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust adulterers, and so on, but I do all these wonderful things, etc., etc., etc. And when James says, you do not have because you do not ask, he doesn't mean just that we don't have because we never intend to pray, but he also means that our prayers must truly be prayers in which we humbly come before God in a spirit of asking God for what we need. Recognizing that we don't have it of ourselves, that we are not righteous in ourselves, that we can't do these things on our own, and that in prayer we just don't come to God and tell him how great and how good and how wonderful we are. Indeed, what we do when we come is to admit our sin, to admit our utter helplessness, to recognize him as the creator and the one who has sent his son to redeem us, and to ask him in Jesus' name, not even in our own name, but in the name of Jesus Christ, for the sake of his son, to give us what we need. We must come truly as children to a father. Children who don't have the money, who don't have the resources, who don't have the knowledge, who don't have the power, who don't have the position to do these things that they need. And to come acknowledging all of that, along with our sin and the fact that Christ is our savior, that's the way to come to God in prayer. To admit humbly that we are dependent upon him. That's what we're talking about when Jesus said that we were to pray in his name. I don't think anything makes it clearer to us than this, that we come through a new and living way. We do not come in our own strength when we come in prayer. We do not come as equals, speaking as an equal speaking to an equal. You remember when Job tried that, and we talked about Job just a few broadcasts ago, you remember when Job tried that and he stood up to God and he said, let me talk to God face to face as, as a man speaks to his accuser, as one speaking in a courtroom speaks to another. And he tried to talk to God that way and uttered that bold and brash speech. You remember how God came out of the whirlwind and swept all of this aside and looked down upon Job as the creator upon a creature, a mere man speaking that way to him and said, who is this? that darkens knowledge with words without counsel with words without knowledge. God disdains that kind of coming to him. We come humbly to our God and we say, Lord, we who have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ have no right whatever to stand in your presence of ourselves. But we come in humble confidence in Christ. We come in humble boldness even in Christ. We can come boldly to the throne of grace, and that's no contradiction. It's humility with reference to ourselves, but it is boldness with reference to that new and living way which Jesus Christ has opened up through his torn flesh on that cross, where he shed his blood and died in our place, bearing the guilt and the penalty for each one of his children, that they might have a new way of access to the heavenly Father. Now you can come. If you know him as your father, if you have trusted in Jesus Christ as your savior, in Jesus' name you may come and you may ask 
And you know that when you ask according to the scriptures, according to his will, that you will have what you need. Because when you ask according to the scriptures, God will give you what he has told you in the scriptures that you will receive. And so you ask in Jesus' name for what you have need of. And you ask humbly, not for your own sake, but for Jesus' sake, that his name may be spread abroad and that his honor may be shed uh, abroad in your life and that others may see that you receive and have what you need because Jesus Christ has given it to you. Let's come right now to that God in prayer and let's confess to him that we have not asked as we should if we haven't. Lord, hear us. Recognize that we have not been humble as we should. But we do come now in Jesus' name asking that you will even help us in our prayers themselves. Amen.